Okay, good morning everybody. Shavua Tov. Miriam, thank you very much for hosting Bemet Besimcha. It's such a simcha to come back to, to learn together. And I didn't, I was just saying, I didn't want to wait till it gets closer and closer to the Yantiv. And I know even though there are a lot of uh, very busy parents and mothers now that are still with their children at home, so I really, what's that? And grandmothers that are with their grandchildren at home. So I, I, I'm very, uh, I'm humbled and honored that everyone came to learn. And Bezat Hashem, a lot of people will, will be joining in the next week or two. There's a lot of new blood in the community, and it's very, very special. It's really some amazing, amazing people. But uh, I feel so strongly that there's such a powerful war right now between the Sitra Achra and the Tzadatov in every level. And the Sitra Achra is enjoying so much that Elul came in so early so early on our Goyish calendars, which means that the school year, that we have less mental prep or, or you know, whatever that means, <coughs> it's as if Bemet, the, um, okay, Tov, it's as if he, the Sitra knew, listen, it's coming down. I'm not going to give them any time to really feel that they're ready to stand before the king on Rosh Hashanah. And then I started thinking, I was like, oh my God, it's Yudalit Elul today. This is nuts. Tomorrow's already halfway through Elul. This is crazy. This is crazy. Rosh Hashanah is two weeks from tomorrow night. So, therefore, we really um, are, are... I feel obligated to up our game. I've been saying this to the men also. Like We started with the men last week. It's very strong. And there's a saying that... I heard this in the name of Aaron of Chernobyl, I think. The son of Reb Motul of Chernobyl. And I think that this is like describes what, what everyone feels right now. Someone came to him, you know, there's a famous saying that says, shana kilusea, tachel shana birkasea. That it's, a fa- it's a famous statement, it's like, okay, the year should end with its close, and the new year should come in and begin with its brachas. So, Rev. Aaron Chernobyl said, it's amazing how fast you are to give up on the end of the year. Meaning, you really want, you, it's like you've decided that the year has to end with like the Klelas and the year is this one unit that just has to end. It's like you're basically saying the Rebbe Shalem can't do anything in the last two, year, two weeks of the year. What do I know? What's possible? What's not possible? I do know that I, I can definitely say with all the brachas that there's been this last year with simchas and everything, there's been a tremendous amount of Klelas and tremendous amount of I mean, the biggest klela is definitely the pirud, the separation between people, more than any other klela that we have. So that's happened, but in two weeks of, of, of Jews calling the Yitzhahara and the Sitra Achra out for what it is, we really can accomplish very big things in the last two weeks. Very big things in the last two weeks. Baruch so I wanted to learn a very special piece that we've never learned here. We've never learned, as far as I remember, we never really sunk our teeth into Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter in the women's shooting. In the men's shooting, we've done it for many years. It's something else. It's pnimi, it's inside work. It's beautiful. It makes you feel like someone gets you. That's how I feel, like someone gets you. I feel like he, he's a tzaddik that's still alive in Breslov. And he's a tremendous koach of inspiration and of just setting things for what they are. So in the ma'amar that we're going to be doing right now, which is in the, the first ma'amar in this sefer, Osef Amarim, on Elul and, and uh, Imim Noraim, 
Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is going to explain to us what is it, what's, what are we going to be busy working on now, the last two weeks. So I really want you to think about this in a very deep way. I'm going to ask this following question. I want you to think about it, and we're going to try to answer this during Shir. Why is it so kedai to work so hard on something, or whatever it is? Like, why is it such an Indian? What does it matter, really, really, Bipnimius? Why should I try so hard to become a little bit better? For what? Because the, the, the background question is always, does it really matter? Does it really matter? And sometimes to make ourselves feel okay, we don't let ourselves sink to Sheol Tachtis and say, you know what, it's not the end of the world if, you, if you're off. That's what we do like like after the fact. Because we don't want to be stuck in such a dark place. So we say, it's not so bad. You know, people, big people, they fall, they get up again. But I have to understand, why is it so important that I really do whatever I can to up my game and get my act together and open my heart and begin to work on myself in a new way? And that's what he's going to be addressing right now. So he says like this. This is amazing. He says, as we get close, it's a very strong language, as we're getting close in these holy days, we have to introspect and contemplate on the, on the tremendous privilege we have. Bnei Israel, who are we? We're made out of d- dust and, and uh, matter, like a chomer. You know, but like, what would you say, Chomer? Material. Well, it could be Chomer from the Chomer in Living Name. It also it could be just. Uh, yeah, Chomer. Cement between the bricks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he's referring to. He's saying Chomer, like, we're made out of. Matter. Matter. No. And pieces of, of Afar. Crude say is like. Sounds like crumbs. Crude say is like. Like little tiny pieces put together and like, hey, here we are. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see where we go from here. God, in His infinite kindness and mercy, He looks at us and our actions, and He's saying, depending on how much you get your acts together, will my malchut be revealed in the world. So what does that seem like? It seems like a very bizarre scale. What, on the one hand, what am I made out of? Chlum. What do we say? Everyone should live a long life. What do we say? You came from dust, you're going to return to dust. And yet, while I'm here, coming from dust and returning to dust, it is up to me, based on how much I decide to refine myself, work on myself, and take a look at life, that Hashem, he says, The revelation of God's malchut is dependent on that to shine through creation based on the That seems pretty wild. Did you understand so far what he's saying? Does anyone not understand what he's saying? You get it, yeah? Is nothing. Nothing. But also, like, as we dive into him, we, we 
נכון. reveal. And it couldn't happen, well, not that it couldn't happen through anything else. Hashem chose, this is an interesting thing, God could have decided that His Malchus comes out through walls. If God wants that to be, it could be. God could have decided that shoelaces are the ones that express God's Malchus in the world. It could, like, it could be. God can do anything. It was Hashem's choice to say, ah, you human beings, the ones I breathed air of life into that I gave you, you're going to suffer so much in this world because this world is so darn confusing. But it's through you that the, my Malchus gets revealed in the world. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter wants us to stop before you start working on yourself and get into your Elul and everything. Calm down and just think about this for a second. If we had any concept of what we just said, then we wouldn't be able to rest at all. But not in a... Because I think I'm always messing things up. But... I wouldn't be able to chill. I wouldn't be able to calm down or rest. Not because I'm so scared that I'm going to be keep, I'm keep on sinning. Because I, I'm such, I'm so besimcha that this is my goral, like I fell into this lot. Not only did I become, not, not only am I a human being, I'm part of Am Yisrael, but this is my game, this is the deck that I'm dealt. That I can do such a thing? Bemed, like the, it's in my koach to bring down such a revelation into the world. And he explains this further. V'davka mitoch gnuto ataba liyedei shivcho. This is a concept, this is a phrase. That dafka, sometimes I learn about how, how lucky I am through how much I can make things bad. Like, sometimes I learn about how privileged I am through how much I could potentially mess things up. Does that make sense? Yeah. doesn't hold up their promise to a child, so then the child is, like, devastated, and you realize how, like, how much power from, right, there's power on both sides, and sometimes we learn the power from the disappointment, that's what what you're saying? We can learn about the power of who we are when it's not met, right, when when we're not on our game. He explains now, (laughs) Mietzem adavar she'anu ro'im ech kvod Hashem nistar Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter says, since we see that our wrongdoings cause concealment, that just means that when we do things right, it brings about a revelation. So sometimes we have to learn it from the other side of things. Right? An Anju that, that does a, a chet, he doesn't cause any blemish. It's us, the chosen people. And, and according to the exaltedness of our level, every action, every movement we did, shakes the heavens. 
Now, the, the problem is, is that wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you love to see the effect of the mitzvah that you did? Wouldn't it be amazing to hear the rumblings of heaven to every Baruch Atah Hashem that you said? So the more that we, we allow ourselves to show up more on that side, the more the other side that conceals that light from being in the world is there. Zatomeret, I would do anything in the world to actually be aware of the effect that my mitzvahs do in the world. I would do anything. So he's basically saying to us, well, there's something you could do. You could stop causing the concealment of it. <laughs> he's basically saying, that's the circle of tshuva. circle of tshuva is... You're going to start to really feel the power of how much good you do in the world. How? By making sure that the noises and the mechitzas that being off cause, it won't bother you. There won't be any blockage anymore. You'll, you'll hear it. You'll see it. You'll be enamored by it. And, you'll want, and all you'll want is to do more and more of that. When you have an awareness and effect of how much each mitzvah that you do really does shake heaven and earth. The gullus, state of gullus is, is that we do so many mitzvahs and we say so many brachas and we learn so much Torah and let's face it, how much do we really feel it affects us? How much do we hear it? How much do we see it? How much do we think it impresses the world? How much do we think it changes anything in this world? That's, that's, he's going to get to that a little bit later. That's a state of spiritual exile that we're all in. Even though we're back in Eretz Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, that's still around. You know, people, go to sh- people can learn Torah all day long. They could daven their hearts out on Shabbos and still wonder, do, did, I, did I make any change? Did it change anything? And then we wonder, how are we going to give it over to our kids? Right? Now, look, this is very beautiful, this imagery. They say in the Nehru, Simcha Bunim, his yurt site was just on Friday. He once said, Yodim atem godel ma'alato shel kol ish Yisrael. Do you, know, do you understand how, how much hashpa, even the smallest of actions that a yid does, really causes in the world? Okay, this is interesting. There's a concept of Shabbos, of Hotzah, Mireshut, Lireshut. You all know the Gemara in Shabbos starts with this, Yitzias, a Shabbos, right? And that refers to going from one domain to another, like taking something out from one domain to another. We know these things to be more connected to the, what's called Hilchot Eruvin and Tchumin, right? What do we know about someone that's over Hotza'a Mireshut Lereshut? What is he chayev? Skila. That's pretty insane. I take something out from one domain to a main, to Reshut HaRabim, and I do it improperly, and what am I chayav to be get stoned to death? So Reb Simcha Bunim says, just think about that for a second, the severity and the weight of doing something wrong. Well, if that's the case, if there's such a heavy weight over doing something that seems so small, but so it has such a negative effect in the world, re'u ad kama gdola ma'alata nefesh mi'israel. You have to just understand something. That means your neshama is big. And it means that what you do has big hashpa in the world. We, he's learning it now from the other side. He's learning it from the side of when you do something wrong, look what happens to you. So that's interesting. He says, as heavy as that was, 
to get to get stoned to death to suffer skila for hotzah mirishut lerishut. When you do something good, the effect of it is, he says, five hundred times stronger in the world. Now let's just try to present this for us right now. Someone does an avera like hotzah mirishut lerishut, taking out of a domain, putting it out into another domain on Shabbos. What's the avera? Skila. On a scale of 1 to 100, how intense is that? 200? Mashu kazeh? Yefeh. Ayid says, Baruch Shamar v'aya olam baruch hu, baruch omer v'aseh. V'kitzim Chabunim says, you know, when the concealment fades away, you know what you're going to realize and you know what you're going to see? That as painful and level of heaviness, seeing that a Jew gets skila for hotzam mirashut lirashut, the weight of a bracha is 500 times more powerful than the skila. We can't understand that. We, we can't understand. don't see the skila. What's that? We also don't ever see skila, Baruch Hashem. Right? But I think we that we feel the weight, we don't but I think we feel the weight of our, of our averas much more than we do the light of our simchas. For sure. But I think Kalvachomer, like maybe when people saw Whatever, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen that often. Didn't happen, right, it didn't happen. According to one sheet, it never happened, it's besides Mekoshesh Etzim, yeah. Yeah. So we don't know, you're right, it'd be much more in our face, This the, the weight of like Skila, but this is all together of like what the Torah says, how we have to put faith in the Torah, like this is what happens, like this is the weight of it. So you have to understand, like one bracha, did anyone say a bracha this morning? Anyone say the name of God, say the word Ata this morning? Reb Sem Chabunim is saying, if we had, he's just saying to his Chassidim, understand something, the weight of it, the beauty, the, 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 the absolute glory of, of saying a bracha, it's much, it's infinitely larger of an effect on the world than you realize. Okay, it doesn't help me yet too much, but it's a statement. What do you say? Nothing is easy. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we would tell nothing. us to be hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want, Yetzer Lev Ha'adah, on Shabbos we learned, Yetzer Lev Ha'adah, Raminu Rav, that the Ben Ha'abachor of the two, of the two, you know, kids is always, is, is in this world, the Ben Ha'abachor is the Sniya, we were saying on Shabbos, right? That, that's the way the Hashem created the world with the Yetzer Hara being born before the Yetzer Ratov, Nachon? Maybe that's why he's using an example that maybe we could relate to more. Oh, Skila, Yitzhahara, Ben Asnia. Okay, just understand something. Five, what did he say? Chamesh Mot Pamim. 500 times more beautiful in power, in, in weight, the effect of, of, a, of a mitzvah than the effect of an Avera as severe as Skila, as the consequence of Skila. Now look how he's, look at the next page. Mesupar. So it's told. When the, after the Hasidim heard Reb Simcha Bunim say this, Rakdu kol haoto halayla mirov simcha al chelkam shebachar b'shem Hashem idbarach. They spent the whole night dancing in the base medrash when they realized Ashrenu matov chelkenu uma naim goraleinu. Now you would say, are they crazy? Why would they dance? Laefech. 
they should be sitting down, punching themselves in the face, saying, this is crazy. I have to pay, like, from the smallest th- thing that I do that's off, I have such a severe uh, consequence, but they chose to look at it the other way. They had trust in their Rebbe's words that said, as severe as that is, when I do a mitzvah, and Baruch Hashem and Pshizcha, they were doing mitzvahs, I bring down 500 times more light than the amount of the darkness that that Avera caused. They danced the night away when they got a taste of their ma'ala, of their nefesh. That's what the, that's what the, 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 the point over here is. They got a taste of who they are, a ma'ala of their nefesh, and it brought them such tremendous simcha. Ukvar Amar Rabbeinu Zal, Rabbi Nachman said, this is in Chayei Mo'aran, Im hayum mehapchin et ha'adam, meaning if you would, if you would uh, take a person and, and, and take them, put, make them inside out. Like right now we're outside in, right? But like, let's say we would reveal the pnimius of a person inside out, lirot et pnimiuto, to see his inside, hayu ro'im shebechol gid vegid migidav, You'd be able to see if we could look at the inside DNA of a Yiddish neshama that in every uh, what's a gida sinew, yeah, in every single sinew that we have in us, thousands of worlds are dependent on each and every part of us. That's Rabbi Nachman said. If you could take a yid and make him inside out, you understand? That's what he was trying to do his whole life, Rabbi Nachman was trying to take Yidin and be, to have them more connected to be'emet what they really are, to really what they are. So now, what's the avoda? Like what, he, could have said, he could have said this word, I mean, any day of the year. Why is it dafka that he's saying this to us at Rosh Chod, like in the beginning of Elul, that's when this ma'amar came out. Like I could say this, I could say this teaching on a Shabbos in, in Shabbos Vayigash, I could say it in Pesach Sheni, I could say it in Shavuot, like why Dafka right now? Why is this so important for the Avodah of Elul? What do you think? Why is it so important to learn this now? This could give me chizuk any day of the year. Could be. Could be, yeah. What else? Anyone have any ideas? Remember what I asked you in the beginning? You know that lingering question the Yitzhahara always puts out to us before we, when Rosh Chodesh Elul comes? And we have a, a, a little bit of a push to get things better. There's that question that says, does it really matter? And, and what is he saying over here? Oh boy, does it really matter. It sure does really matter. Any slight change, like Rav Kook says, even a hirhur tshuva, According to some opinions, even just thinking about becoming a little bit better, whatever that means, according to some opinions, you're already in the mitzvah of tshuva. Does it really matter? You know, we need a Reb Simcha Bono to tell us that it really matters. You know, we need to be connected to tzaddikim because sometimes, because the way that they say it, you really believe it. Many times we go and we listen to people that say it and we just, it doesn't, it's like, okay, nice. But then sometimes you hear certain people that actually believe what they're saying and then it causes you to believe that the slightest amount of, of, of change and adding to the side of light changes worlds. And I think that's why he's saying to us, Dafka now, this word is, you know, this is the Achana, for why are you even bothering starting to work on yourself? 
So he says like this, Ubagiyenu Yamim HaKadoshim, Yemei Adin Barachmin. As we enter these holy days, the days of judgment, the days of mercy, יש לנו לחזור ולשנן ולהתבונן בדבר נפלא זה. We have, to, we have to repeat and learn over and over again this wonderful thing, שאנו גם קטנים וגם גדולים מאוד. We're also very, very small, but we're also really, really big. You know, there's a song that Mayor Banai's son, who's now becoming a little bit more bigger now, Noam Banai, he's a, we became buddies after his Abba was Nifter, and he put out a song called Ktanim. It's an amazing song. The, vo- the theme, is, the, the, the chorus goes, Kama anachnu ktanim. But basically, how big you become when you realize how small you are. Kama anachnu ktanim. If you remind me, I'll send it to you after Shir. It's a beautiful song. So, hen emet, mitzad echad anu ktanim. It's true. On the one side, we're, 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 what did he say? Krutzei afar vegushei chomer. We come from nothing. Ve'yesh lanu harbe lihitbayesh al katnuteinu mitzad maaseinu. And there's a lot we should be really embarrassed about in accordance to how, like in Yiddish you say, a kleina kapalach. You ever hear that, that term? A kleina, a, a sokala, a kleina. You never you ever heard the word kleina? That means in Yiddish. Kleina cup is, is, a, is a small, like mitzad, sometimes the way we act, like, oh my God. And he, in, in Hasidus they would call it mochin de katnus, right? Yeah. Ah, come on, come on. Mochin. So I should be mitbayesh? From the Kleine Kapalach that I am. Ach, mitzat sheni, harei anu gdolim ad me'od. Oh my God, it's true, I'm small. But Reb Simcha Bunim Apshischa told me that when I say a bracha, I, I change the world. I mamish have an effect on the whole world much more than I could ever imagine. Ve'ita bazara kodosh, amar Rabbi Yehuda, in male havuyad, in b'nei nashar echimuta, derachim kuchabrichu Yisrael, idu ayu b'nei adam, I think the word is yodim, right? If we had any idea as to how much Ashkadosh Baruch Hu's love, where it reaches us, and to where so deeply it penetrates inside of us, have havu shagin kekfiraya. היו שואגים וזועקים להשם יתברך כל היום כמו כפירים, אריות צעירים. This sounds like the other statement we did a song about earlier this year. I wanted you to be like howling beasts all night, right? He says, if we had any idea about our goral, like our lot, we could have been born to another religion and race. Huh? Right, but no, I mean, even then we'd have the, op- we'd have the you know, op- the option of Gerus, it's not just it's such a common thing that someone's born and the first thought is, nah, I, I, w- I think I want to become a Jew. And maybe it's later in life. <laughs> if we had any idea about our lot, then we would, and we would have an access a little bit to how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us and how much His love reaches so deep inside of us, we would, we would be screaming, howling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu all day long like young lions. How do you say, what's another word for young lion? Cubs. Cubs, right, yeah, cubs. Running after God, saying, oh, this is the source. I want to be closer and closer to this source of love. I want to be closer and closer to this source of love. 
וזה עולה על כל אחד ואחד מישראל כפי שקיבלנו מרבנו הקדוש. And this is not something that's only gifted to special Jews. This access of love and the effect that you can do with every mitzvah that you do is something that's shaykh to every single Jew in the world. I, I wish it was so simple to live like this, no? Wouldn't it be great if this is just what we felt every morning? Turn the page. He's going to give us some nechama right now. Levi. Omnam. Next page. Omnam. Mana se legalutenu bayom sheidu baraba. Okay. There's a problem. He says, I know you're sitting there in sheer and you want to throw a chair at me. Why? Because you're making it seem like, oh, if only I could just have access to the light of my mitzvah. And you're sitting there like, How do I get access to the light of my mitzvah? Wouldn't it be great if now he would tell us a practical etzah as to how to be aware of the light of our mitzvahs? So guess what? He will, but next week. Not, not today. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's later in the ma'amar. We have to do something else before. We have, to, we have to give ourselves a little bit of space to not be so hard on ourselves as to why we're not feeling it. No one, there's no inyan to go into Elo as a punching bag. That never works. There's no inyan like that. We're very good on that on our own. We don't need Elo to come in and, and add that on to us. Let's understand a little bit in the Pnimi why Hashem Yisbarach designed the world to be like this. Omnam, Ma na'ase legaluteinu beyom she'idubar ba shelamrot rom godel ma'aloteinu uzguloteinu So even though we know, yes, we're big. Our neshamas are... Ma'alav, our nefesh is so big. Harei anu nimtsayim b'matsav nora shel shivlon lev u'bilbul ha'moach. Can anyone relate to that? We are living in a state of heartbrokenness and bilbul ha'moach. I don't even know what word to use anymore for bilbul ha'moach. Yeah, but it's got to be That's much more... Yeah. It's got to be much stronger. Bilbul moach. Totally messed up. More! Come on. Confusion, totally messed up. There's got to be even, even crazier terminology for this stuff. It's an emoji. Right, it's an emoji of a guy. Right, with the head open. Yeah, fireballs coming out. Yeah. He's saying, he's saying, Is there such a thing? There is an emoji like that. Oh, I have to go head find exploding. it. Yeah, find a head it, exploding so. emoji. Yeah. I have to find it. This is, this, is, this is the situation we're in. The who, why. Like, how could it be if we have access to so much Torah? That, why doesn't the Torah, like we said before, just calm me down? I go home, a corpse says, children, I want to let you know something. <laughs> it, it doesn't, you know, none of us even, we understand that we, this is not the world we're living in. I mean, was it 300 years ago? 500 years ago? I don't think so. Even though you'd say life is, was more simple on a certain level, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know when it ever was, besides maybe one tkufa in, 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 in all of humanity. And maybe that was the time of Shlomo HaMelech. Maybe. It's only because I'm saying maybe, because the, the, the little glimpse we get into like what it was like to live in the time of Shlomo HaMelech alludes to this place of Menucha Sanefesh. But I don't really, you know, we will never know. We, meaning, we will know. We just, we won't know what it was, but we will taste what it will be. You know that, we're, you know that like, we are all going to be living, we are all going to Mechabel Mashiach. 
So we will know what it's like to not have a, a bilbul amach. So, but why does it exist now? It's because even though we're not, you don't see a teva and there's not water, there's not a flood that, that looks like that, but there's a much bigger flood than there was in the time of Noach. We're in a Dora Mabu. There's, the, there's darkness of Galus like it's no one's business. And what does it cause? It causes not necessarily stupidity of the heart, but timtum in this context means it causes the heart in order to save itself to completely shut off and be completely blocked in living constantly on survival mode. And when that's the situation, so maybe you're protected from a lot of things, but you also don't have access to the light that your that you're avoda causes in the world. She'anu yeveshim kemetim, Rahman al-Islam. We've become dry like that, like corpse. You think this is considered life? You think this is living? Let's be real, he's saying. We're going to start living when Mashiach comes. This is basically gasping for air. This le- the level of life we're living on right now. But until this time, in a moment, it's like we're mamish goses. And honestly, I'm, I've actually been much more optimistic in my nature this last few years, but that has nothing to do with like, what we're seeing. It, 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 on, a, on, a, on a completely global level and Am Yisrael level and Tzibur level. When did he write this? Last week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he wrote this about seven years ago, which wow. is pretty weird. Yeah, because it was nowhere. Ma- the truth is, it was written down seven years ago. Maybe he said this 30 years. I don't even know. Oh. I don't even know. <laughs> He's talking about this door. Yeah. But to say such words is like, he, he, he wrote it last week. Mamash. Hard and bitter times are going on Am Yisrael as a cloud and, and personally too. You know what that, that term means? Is basically a complete disconnect between heaven and earth when nothing is adding up. And you know, each person here knows what they've experienced, the fear, the fear, the fear that has been put inside us is, is absolutely destructive. That means the other side. In his orma. Orma means in his trickery. Od Mosif, he adds, Umeyaesh et ha'adam. And he says to you all day long, Do you think it really matters? Look how messed up the whole world is. Do you think it really matters if you wake up in Elul and say, I want to do a Bissel Tshuva? How does he do this? He says, You think it matters? Let me show you what you were like this past year and who your, what your past was. 
על ידי שמראה לו את העבר שלו, he shows him his past, ועל ידי כן הוא מבקש לשבור את העתיד, ולחמנו לצלן. And I'm also going to break the future. הוא מוכיח לאדם מן התורה ומן הנביאים ומן הכתובים שכבר איבד את שני העולמות. And the Baal Dabra says, listen, let's be really from now and I'm going to show you that you were over on all the things Chazal said that if you do this, אין לך חלק לעולם הבא. כאשר אנו מתבוננים בכל מה שעבר על כלל ישראל במשך כל הדורות, בכל הגזרות וההשמדות, ולחמנו לצלן, ובמסתפ, I must be part of something much greater than anything in the world. Because I look at the darkness and I say there's no reason that this nation that I'm part of should still think that they're special. And yet I do. You know when I, you know when I experienced this, uh, uh, it was very weird. I never experienced anything, I don't think anyone does, but when you go to the embassy, the American embassy in Yerushalayim, remember how much worse those of you remember when it wasn't here, when it was in Israel? Oh my God. So... Uh, it's a very weird... We've all been there. Kimaat, everyone there has been... You haven't been there before in the Shagirut American. I don't know what the Shagirut Russian is, but I can just imagine. But the Shagirut American... A place that's horrible experiences there. I don't know why. One time I got there, I don't remember what it was for, and it was one of these like four-hour waits. And when you have a little kid that has to do a passport or something, and they're, you know, how, much, how many times can you show them the blocks that they have there? You can't bring anything for them to watch, because you can't bring any, any electronics in there. Anyway, I'm saying that. Sitting, sits next to me, this shining Ger Chassid, around my age. And he had a Gemara with him. He was there alone. He, he's like, he was probably, this was like five years ago. He was my age, he probably had 12 kids. Mama, like, he probably had married kids. So you could see he had a few minutes off from the craziness of running, you know, here. So he's, he's flying. He doesn't have gadgets, like, you know, that usually distract him. So he's just, with his Gemara, he's shining. We start talking, ask him who your Rebbe is. He says to me, the Ger Rebbe, and then he says to me his last name. And I said to him, Ani Because I start, you know, my, my family, we come from Ger. And the names, he's, I told my mother's last name, we started adding up. I don't know what the maskana was, but it didn't really matter. And then he says to me something like this. He says, Is it not him? Like, Ma, he's like, Are you going to kill all the families of us? Of us and of us? You know, in Ger, you know how many Ger Hasidim were killed in the war? Shana, those numbers were... Be'erach, you know, like the... Nuts, right? Like a few hundred thousand. Yeah, for sure. Mamash. Like, like, I once heard like 350,000. We don't understand these things, right? It's just numbers, but Ger was the big rain. So he says to me, Tire, Oridu, he said, I think something like, Chatsin million meitano. Vermaze, Chazarno begadol. He's like, Zelo, Ani yoshe po im gemore. Ani kavarti achshavit Hitler. 
typical day in the American embassy, right? right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry, sorry. Okay. He, says, he says, look what they, they, they shechted, like half a million of us, and boy, did we come back strong. And he was so besimcha about it. Because like, he said, I have like 12 or 13 kids. He's like, So I could look at his story and be like, you hate us. Or I could say, you just have like big business with us, God. Right? You just have some kind of crazy big business with Yidin. So he says like this. Ashelamot kol tsarot ugzerot elu it doesn't make sense. We're still holding on to the Torah and to God. And he's not saying that we're horrible people. He's saying we're living in a, in a horrible time of confusion. Not that we are ayom. God forbid. It's that the, the bilbul hamoach is ayom venora. We believe in the Torah, we believe in Hashem, we believe in the Tzadikim, we believe in the Koach of Zera Yisrael, we believe in the Koach of Jewish continuity of our children. Just like we are commanded, not commanded, just like we believe in the Creator of the world, this is amazing. He says, just like, you know, we believe in God. God says to us, you believe in me? Okay, that's nice, but to believe in me means you believe in my choices. God says, you believe in my decision making. You believe that I chose Zerah Yisrael. I chose the children of Am Yisrael. That we have an Esek that will last forever. The Ishbitzer in Pasha Shmos says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was hesitant whether he should take the job or not, this was his question. His question was, what do you have with us? It's, it looks like we just suffer all the time. Like, what do you have with us? So the Ishbitzer says that Hashem told him, listen, I have this infinite eternal business that I have with you guys. This is the business. Like, it's going to be like this forever. It doesn't mean it's always going to feel good. It just means that our Indian is always, it's eternal. This is the next, this is the last paragraph. A person should never believe any svara. A svara means, um, what would you say it? A svara means, it, it's like a, an opinion that leads to an excuse. Yeah. I'm not just trying to make you both feel good, it just it really is, I think, what it, what it means. A person shouldn't believe in any svara, which eventually tell, leads you to the notion of, it doesn't matter what I do. Ela yashrish be'etsem one must root in their etzem, in their essence, that their neshama is so large, it's so big. And one should arouse within themselves the tremendous passion that we have inside of us. Because when that, when that button is turned on, it's the, then really the game is over to the other side. 
כידוע שכשאמר רבינו תורה מ"ט, when Rabbi Nachman sat down and gave over the 49th teaching in Likutei Moharan, which he's going to summarize in three lines over here, what did he say in that teaching? שאין סוף ואין תכלית לתשוקתו ולהביאותו של האיש הישראלי להשם יתברך, that when a Jew is tuned in with his, with his פנימיוס, with his fire, with his emotions, with his passion, it's אין סוף. It never ends. כמו הבן הנכסף לבוא לאביו, like a child that longs to come to his Abba. ועוד יותר מכך, and even more than, whatever you think like an estranged child to come and reunite with his father, it's infinitely more when it comes to a Jew wanting to reunite with his Abba in Shemaim. The, the level of passion that we could hop up. So it's known, באותה שעה, when Rabbi Nachman said these words, עורר רבינו כידוע את כל לבבות ישראל שהיו באותו מועמד. So all the, there was a lot of Talmudim that were present when Rabbi Nachman gave this over. And basically what Rabbi Nachman did to them was saying to them, this is what you're capable of, and I'm telling you to try this on the count of three, more or less. It's not what he said, that's what they felt. Now what happens when that button's turned on? ומרוב דבקות החלו לבכות בכיות עצומות. They all started weeping. Weeping, uncontrollably. When was the last time you were around a משפיעה that started talking and that people in the crowd just started weeping? That's, that's what Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is talking about. Our door, היום, that because of Orla Salev, the... the, the the blockage, right? We, we, we don't allow ourselves to, to have the words, have the effect that it could have on us. But when we do, we know that, you know, the water, when the waterworks begin, Baruch Hashem, they know no end. I had this with my brother, I think I shared with you, one time, I, I experienced this one time in my life. You know, uh, my friends, the Paydalid guys, they have a band in New York, Paydalid, have you heard of them? They're very sweet brothers. I've played, have you ever meet them? I've played with them over the years. They haven't been here in a long time. Three brothers, they have a band, and their father, just, just Nifter, actually, on Tisha B'Av, I think. Um, at the wedding of the older brother, it was in somewhere in the mountains in New York, And I was there, Bina was actually with me, we were both there. My brother was there also, my brother played the wedding. We were at the Badekin. And at the Badekin, you know, you've heard of Rabbi Leibish, right? Rabbi Leibish Hundert. Rabbi Leibish was there. And at the Badekin, he decided to sing a nigun. Actually a nigun that was written by the original Rabbi. But Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter actually put words to it. They sing it in Meiron on repeat on Lagba Omer. So Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter put the words Ein Oid Mi Levadai Ein Oid Mi Levadai It goes on. My brother and I were on two sides of this massive farm. And 
while he started singing, we each ran to the woods. And we met each other and started crying our eyes out. Mamish. It was a big ace for us. That never happened to me before. I mean, I, it just shows, I mean, we, we, we share, we definitely share the same Shorish, Neshama Mishpachtit, but this was like even showing, oh my God, this is crazy. But Ibn Achman would say these things, like, there's ain't soft to the passion of a Jewish Neshama when it gets a glimpse of how big it is. And right away, it was activated right away. That's what happened there. Five lines from the bottom. When you let yourself be yourself, you can't control yourself. You start crying. It's not sadness. But because I want so badly to be close to you, Hashem. And there is a never-ending reservoir of tears that a person could have access to and shed when what? When they allow themselves to know what they're made out of. Before, so that's why I said next week we're going to do some practical etas to help us get here. But just to understand, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth working on yourself a little bit? Just a little bit? Well, if working on myself a little bit lets me know a little bit more of what I'm really about and what I'm capable of and what I can do in the world, then there's no question anymore. En she'elot yoteh. And that's why we're learning this now. Because it's two and a half weeks before Rosh Hashanah. And we're just trying to think, is it worth it? Not do I have time. Those questions are irrelevant when you think of it in the realm of what I could accomplish by one little pnia, by one movement towards something better and older in my life. One thing. Not complete game changers of living the Kabbalists now for two and a half weeks. But just one turn towards the zone of what he's speaking about, I get access to who I really am. The tears won't stop. They won't stop. And then Elul begins. Well, then Elul really begins. Hashem should have Rahmanas on us and see we're trying our hardest. And our, our trying our hardest will bring down a shefa of behirut hamoach and behirut halev, of the opposite of confusion of the heart and of the mind, so that we can march like Bnei Melachim towards the Melech on Rosh Hashanah. Okay.